morning morning how are you today rambling in the car I'm on my way to see little Mo my four-legged friend who I love and adore and I've been reflecting on the weekend so at the weekend I ran my inner child connectivity and creativity course and it was a beautiful thing and it was a long day we did half ten to half five and I'm reflecting on whether that's too long for people to be in that energy although I do think people got a lot from it it was a bit of an experiment because what I hope to do is integrate those activities into the Wild Heart Book Club and I definitely need to make the Wild Heart Book Club a longer programme. So Sunday's workshop was very intense. And you can do intense bursts of learning and healing and growing. But really, what the inner child needs is slow, steady and spaced out over a period of time. Unfortunately, the healing process is not quick And the reason people want it to be quick is because they're sitting in all their shit as it comes up and it doesn't feel very nice. And because they haven't uh, got the uh, emotional literacy to process that. Um, And that therefore, if if someone comes to work with me, I really would like them to work with me for six months to a year. I mean, I've been healing for, what, 20 years? And I'm still dipping in and out of seeing my therapist and doing courses and reading books I know that that's my I'm in this game that's my job but I do think it's a constant unraveling of the self and understanding the story and and you may visit things many many times and the same things will trigger you but what will happen is you'll get more space between you and the triggers I think I think that's I think that's how you know you're healing that you get triggered you think oh I'm here again I know what this is and um, and you're able to get yourself out of it quicker <clears throat> so knowing your triggers is really helpful and knowing what your your stress response is your fight flight freeze or fawn is really helpful and you'll probably lean towards one of those primarily and I think the hardest one to work with is freeze because you know if something's frozen um, it's stuck and that's why the journaling and the creativity and the inner child work all together is really powerful if you get stuck because it it taps into the part that the unconscious part of your mind not the thinking brain so the other day I was coaching a client and we were talking about a brick and I said and um, we got stuck on the analogy of a brick and I said to her why don't you draw the brick and she went I don't need to draw it it's a brick and I thought yeah but you do because if you put the pen and I said to her yeah but engaging the pen on the paper is going to pick up a different part of your brain it's going to take you out of the triggered state that you're in give some space between you and whatever's going on in your internal world and then we can unpack it from there so always drawing and writing allows you to come at it from a different space and you know it's not wrong to get triggered people get triggered in session I think people think or you go to therapy and the the therapist and you have this 
perfect relationship and no one gets triggered and no you go to therapy to play out your triggers and your communication style and your relational style and your conflict resolution style with the therapist and they respond in a different way to how your caregiver did so that you can rewire those neural pathways in your brain that's all part of it and so if you do get triggered go to your therapist and say at the end of the session last week I felt like this and I want to explore it with you or I didn't feel great after our session last week or when you said that last time what did you mean by that or when you said that I heard this and it made me feel like that and then the therapist has got something to work with and the therapist a good therapist is trained to be um, the good enough mother to come to come at it with empathy and gentleness and compassion and that's how the trust is built and that's also why you need a long time to heal because there'll be some people that are self-healers it's great if you're healing by yourself but there'll be some elements of the work that you will need to repair with with a secure trusted person because a lot of our wounds are relational and we have been left to sort things out by ourselves and we've become hyper independent and letting other people in and learning to trust other people is part of our healing so there's there's a few things there that are part of your healing you've got to learn to sit in shit that's the hardest bit i'm not saying it's easy but just know that when you're triggered that it's good <laughs> it doesn't feel good but it's good because your body's remembering something and now it's time to heal the thing it's remembering um so you need to learn to do that and then it's needing to learn to trust and being in relationship and I know I'm not in a, an intimate relationship I don't have a partner I obviously have lots of friends and I'm having my intimate relationship as in emotionally intimate and my with my therapist so that I can learn how to be in relationship in a healthy relationship where I get to speak up and say hang on a minute I feel like this well hang on a minute and I remember I said to her recently I said oh god we've, I've done this story to death and she went I said I'm sorry and she went don't apologize she went I love hearing how your story is transforming over the time over the years that we spent together and how you now see yourself differently in that story you stop seeing yourself as a victim which you were as a child you had no power you had no choices and you start seeing yourself as an adult and you become more adult and less childlike. I was explaining to a client yesterday about when the inner child is out, when the inner child first comes out and you start to recognise your triggers, you're actually completely blended with the inner child and there's no adult you there. So it, it, you do need a therapist to walk you through that and to point out to you what's going on. And they will challenge you but hopefully they'll know when to challenge you. So I don't challenge a client till I feel like that trust and rapport has been established. Certainly not. And I'm also very mindful in the way that I challenge them because I'm aware that they've probably been blamed for everything and they blame themselves and they've been made to feel wrong about everything and that triggers a lot of shame in them, makes them feel silly and small and pathetic, as one client explained to me the other day. And I said, no, you're not pathetic. You've gone into your inner child and your inner child felt powerless and helpless. 
and now that's triggering off shame because you think you should know the answers or you think you should be behaving differently. Should is shaming talk. You could behave differently. You could um, come at it differently if you had the tools. Okay, that was you as a child. Now you're an adult. Let's find the tools. Let's help you work through that. So, yeah, and I really, what I really enjoyed about Sunday was the way that everyone really embraced the creativity. So we did a lot of drawing and we also learned how to communicate with the inner child by using our dominant and non-dominant hands. And most of the people that came had already been to my Wild Heart Book Club, so they're well aware of like the background to this work and how we work and what the inner child is. And, and then this was more of a putting it into practice and, and they found it easier to speak to the inner child through this dominant and non-dominant hand process. So that that was really lovely to see that. And and the outcome was is that we all came away, myself included, promising our inner children to listen to them more. So you know that when your inner child's activated, the first thing you do is probably go into a shame space of, oh I feel really bad, what's wrong with me? I'm not good enough, you know, all of those kind of beliefs. Um and actually, the thing is, is to harness harness or leverage those triggers and go, oh, look, I'm triggered again. And my inner child is out. Okay, what does she need? What's going on for her? Um, and, and working it through. And, but I think, I think half, the, the, half the challenge there is to know when you're triggered, is to know the sensations in your body or how you behave or what your inner critic fires up and starts saying so you know if you're in a fight response you're going to go on the attack you're going to blame other people you're going to say she was horrible to me or she made me feel like this well no one can make you feel anything but that's the inner child feeling powerless and helpless but that is a fight response when you go on the attack and you probably feel quite angry and frustrated you know go into that kind of energy and then if your flight, I think a flight response is where you can, wanting to be running away, so you're being avoidant about something, but you also might be up in your head trying to work everything out. You're trying to work everything out. You're going, what is this and what? And your focus is always on the other person. Like, why are they doing that? What's going on with them? Because you're trying to control the other person so that you feel better. Again, that's an inner child doing that, a child probably did things like that to appease an adult to feel like they were in control but you know that's magical thinking because we're not in control of other people's thoughts feelings and behaviors we can bring it to their attention we can ask them why we can talk about how it made us feel we can understand ourselves more from that perspective and then you've got the freeze where you're i don't know comfort eating scrolling on your phone um feeling numbed out like you feel numb you can't like I'll say to clients how do you feel and they'll say I don't know or I feel a bit overwhelmed right now it's that it's that overwhelm where you feel like your wheels are spinning but you're not really going anywhere this is how it feels for me by the way I'm not saying this is how it feels for you but it'd be good for you to acknowledge what these responses are for you and then there's the the friend the fawn response which is you you feel like you need to appease the other person and try harder to get them to like you which obviously you don't because 
um, especially if the other person's not being very nice to you. Anyway, I was so pleased how it went on Sunday. I felt very tired afterwards because holding space like that for lots of inner children is, um, well, it's an art (laughs) and a skill. And um, I think in the style of the way that I work, I'm not just a teacher, I'm a healer, and I do absorb other people's stuff so that they can transmute it and heal from it. That's kind of how I work. It's funny, on the Saturday afternoon, I was lying on the sofa um, watching the telly and it just came in from nowhere, all the fear. And I started to get all these feelings in my tummy. It's sort of like IBS symptoms. And this is what I used to get around my mum when she was um, when she was triggered, when she was emotionally volatile. And that tummy ache feeling stayed with me until Monday. So, you know, even though I'm only delivering the workshop for the, from half past ten to half past five on Sunday, I'm actually working all weekend and right through until Monday, you know, helping people pick up and transmute those, those, um, those energies from the past. And it is all energy and it's very powerful. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to reflect a bit more on that workshop, but I'm definitely going to take those creative exercises and the feedback and integrate that into the book club the book club is the world heart book club is definitely going to be 12 weeks if not longer and it will start at the end of september if you're interested in joining us um we will meet at half past seven on a thursday um and i make it i could make it a bit later if you're in another country because now i'm starting to work with people from um, across the pond I've got a couple of American clients at the moment which is great which is really great um, and um, yeah I'm really pleased about that so if you'd like to join us for that you're very welcome I'm aware this ramble is kind of turning into a whole podcast episode um, but that's okay because I'm, I'm in the car and it's quite nice to talk it through with you and then, you know, the World Hot Book Club will then become quite a solid piece of work for people. And then I'll probably run You Got the Love again uh, next year, maybe at the beginning of next year, because that's a nice way to start the year. And um, and also, I'm, I was thinking about Woo and Wisdom. So I don't know if you remember Woo and Wisdom, but Woo and Wisdom is just like a drop-in session where I give readings to people and we talk about the podcast and people can ask me questions and it's all the icky bits of healing all the stuff that people just don't really like to talk about and it's only for an hour um, and we did it once and it was really successful and people really enjoyed it the energy was quite potent but I don't think that's something I want to do on a regular basis that's just to sort of when I'm feeling drawn to it uh, it's only for 10 people and it's um, so it's an intimate circle I like to keep my circle small because I know that the people I work with find it really hard to share their soul but they also know that sharing their soul is very healing and so if you keep it small and intimate then that helps with that um, but Woo and Wisdom is, I'm gonna, I've decided I'm going to do that again for Halloween on the 31st of October uh, because we will be able to feel that Halloween magic when the veil between our world and 
otherworldly realms is is lifted or is very thin so we can tap into that energy so they are they are some of the ways that you can work with me but i definitely think that your inner child will connect you to your creativity your life's purpose um will improve your relationships will get you in touch with your feelings so we did an exercise on sunday of like being able to actually be with your feelings and recognize what they are and they all said like when you draw this stuff on the page and you see it it's confronting you're faced with it which is sometimes a bit scary but also incredibly liberating because you're not carrying it all around it's not rattling around inside of you that's a heavy load to carry all that unprocessed stuff makes you tired makes you tired and that's where the anxiety comes from because it's you're disconnected from your core from your true self right i'm going to leave it there because i seem to be stuck in a traffic jam and i don't know why uh i think it might be a train actually So I will catch up with you soon. Take care. See you in the next ramble. Bye for now.